0: coming into alignment ultimately guys with what Jesus has already finished for us on the cross 2,000 years ago. Because Jesus, as we just uh, shared with you during communion, already took care of everything that needed to be taken care of. And so you and I are simply now to bring ourselves into alignment with that. Now, I want to start here in the Old Testament this morning with uh, Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5, because I want you to see this here. And even though in this verse God is speaking directly to the prophet Jeremiah, I want you to really see that we can actually extract this truth for our own lives. Now notice what he says here in Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5. He says before I formed you in the belly I knew you. Before I formed you in the belly, I knew you, and before thou comest forth out of the womb, I sanctified you. Glory be to God. And he says, I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Now, as I said, while this is God specifically, Speaking to Jeremiah the prophet, I want you to understand this applies to every single one of us. Now you say, well, Alex, I'm not a prophet. Well, hold on. You might not be a prophet, friend, but may I remind you that you have a calling, that God has a calling for your life, that God has has an assignment uh, for your life. You see, one thing that we want to get away from, guys, is uh, this mistaken notion that there's special people in the body of Christ. You know, there's specially anointed people, and you say, well, Alex, I'm just a regular guy. Well, guys, I got news for you. I'm just a regular guy, too. <laughs> okay, we're, all, we're a whole bunch of regular guys and gals, okay? But I want you to understand that God has a calling for your life. You see, God is not a respecter of persons, and so yes, He's talking to Jeremiah, but I want you to understand He's also talking about every single one of us. Now, this is a profound truth, guys, because what this scripture reveals is that every single one of us, and I want you to really hear this here this morning, child of God, every single one of us, regardless of what our natural uh, circumstances have been, up to this moment, uh, regardless of what your natural uh, 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 family might look like or, or, or what the circumstances were. You know, some of you, you, you you, were told your whole life, well, you were just an accident. We didn't really want to have any kids. Your parents said, you know, and then you're just an accident. And then some of you guys who are, who are watching me and who are listening to me, you don't even know uh, who your parents are. Well, glory to God, I want you to understand that you were God's idea. You see, I don't care what it looks like in the natural. I want you to understand, glory to God, uh, that you were God's idea. You see, here's how God operates in this world, guys. Yeah, you know, your mother and your father, they got together... They did, you know, whatever it was they did. <laughs> we well, say, well, Alex, we know what they did. Well, guys, let's not be too specific here. Amen. We got some kids perhaps tuning in as well. Uh, okay, let's come back around over here. No, regardless of what what it was that happened in your natural circumstances when you were born, you were not an accident. You see, God already knew you were coming. Uh, God is saying right now that before, glory to God, before, if you have your Bible underlined, before, he says, before I formed you in the belly, glory to God, I already knew you. You see? And so no matter what your life looks like, I want you to understand, your life might have been a mess up until now. Well, I want you to understand that mess is just more of the raw material that God wants to use to mold you into a masterpiece I want you to see. You see? Your mistakes, they're a stepping stone for God to lift you up higher. Uh, the issues in your life, they're a stepping stone for God to, to 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 manifest more of His glory in your life. And so, I want you to understand this truth, guys, that God has a grand design and a grand purpose for every single person on this planet. And that includes believers and non-believers alike. Amen. Believers, non-believers alike. You were not an accident. You are actually God's idea. And God has something he wants to do in your life. Now, here's the key the key is this, guys. The key is uh, that we have to align ourselves with what God wants to do. And I have news for you here this morning, guys. The way that you align yourself with what God wants to do, it begins with Jesus. We spoke to you about this a couple of weeks ago, that it's all about your relationship with Jesus. And so you say, well, Alex, how do I line up with what God wants to do in my life? Well, if you are born again, you've already took the first step to line up with what God wants to do in your life. Now, friend, if you are not born again, that is okay, because at the end of this uh, sermon today, we're going to give you an, an, an invitation, and, and we will pray with you so that you can receive Jesus, because I want you to understand that alignment always begins with a Jesus. Glory to God. The way that you align yourself with what God wants to do is, first of all, by receiving Him into your life. And so, it all begins with a Jesus. Now, I want you to notice something else, else here in this verse. Where he says, before I formed you in the belly, or before I formed you in your mother's womb. Now, what I want to not brush over here, guys, is is this truth that God is saying that he's the one who formed you in your mother's belly. Now, this is huge. Why is this huge? It's huge guys because what this shows us is that God is not only the creator of our spirits, because remember what you are is a spirit, you possess a soul, you live in a physical body, but I want you to understand that your body is not an accident, okay? God created your spirit. I want you to understand that God created your physical body as well. God is saying he formed your physical body and so this means that your 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 nationality, your ethnicity, your love, your your gender, I want you to understand, those are not an accident. You see, they're part of God's design for your life. And so this is very important to understand because a, a lot of us have this idea where we think, well, Alex, man, I wish I was more like this person. I wish I was more like such and such. You know, it's it's, it's like, you know, you're trying to be like somebody else. But what God wants you to see is that he made you the way you are for a reason. You never want to talk bad about your appearance or or stuff like that. In fact, guys, I think it's very important, actually, that we have a healthy self-image when it comes to our body. I'm not talking about being arrogant or, or vain, okay, you know, uh, none of that stuff, but what I'm talking about is you don't want to go around and saying, man, you know, if only I was more like this. No, hold on, you know, if, if God wanted you to be more like that, glory to God, I got news for you, then you would be more like that, and so God created you and designed you exactly the way He wanted you to be. I want you to understand uh, you are one of a kind. I want you to understand you are as unique as your fingerprint, and so you stepping into God's purposes for your life is going to begin with you embracing who you are. You embracing your uniqueness. You realizing that as we saw last week in Ephesians, God actually actually calls you his masterpiece. This is very important this is very important. Again, we're not talking about being vain or conceited, but we are talking about having a positive, healthy image of who we are in Christ. I want you to understand, God says you are equipped. God says you are gifted. God says you are talented. God says you are anointed. God says he has already equipped you with everything you need to do what he's called you to do. And so that's how it begins. And so you want to be yourself, guys, is basically what we're saying. So, you know what? Everybody else is taken. <laughs> you know, you can't be like somebody else. You can't be someone else because everybody else is taken. Guys, uh, this is what I receive for myself too. I can only be myself. I can't be like another minister. I can't be like another preacher. I just got to be Alex, okay? <laughs> so what you're going to get here, Grace World, when you come here to these messages, you're going to get Alex, okay? <laughs> so so man, you know, praise God. Just, just kind of throwing that out there. So we want to be comfortable with who God has called us to be. Are you guys understanding that? If you understand that, say amen. And now I want you to see also another thing that we see in this verse where God says, He says, He sanctified you. And He said, He said, before you came out of the womb, He's already sanctified you. Now, guys, this is a huge thing to realize is that as far as God is concerned, He has already sanctified you from even before you were born, you see. And so every child that comes into this world, as far as God is concerned, He's already set them apart for His purposes. You see, this is what we remember during baby dedications. It's, it's really a very powerful reminder. And what we're doing, really, during baby dedications is we are agreeing with God that His purposes for the child are going to come to pass in that child's life. Now, we were set apart from the moment we were born, as far as God is concerned. But notice, what we got to do is we still got to get into alignment with that, you see. You see, it's the same thing with salvation, guys. I want you to understand that when Jesus died on the cross 2,000 years ago, he took care of the sins of the entire world. This is important to understand, church, that the sins of the world are already paid for. God is not forgiving your sins when you get born again. No, the gospel is the announcement that the work is done. The work is finished. Jesus said it's finished. Jesus said it's done. Jesus took care of it 2,000 years ago. Now watch this, however. The only way that it's going to take effect in a person's life is when that person gets into agreement with it. And so, in other words, you got to get born again. Your sins are already paid for. You came into the world. Here's a radical truth, guys. You came into this world forgiven. Before you did anything, God had already forgiven you. And and you know, you might say, Well, Alex, how can God forgive sins before they happen, guys? Uh, let me see, it's because he's God, (laughs) you know, it's because he's God, man, because he's not limited by time and space the way we are. And guys, remember 2,000 years ago when Jesus died on the cross, all of your sins were in the future, and so your sins have have been forgiven from before you even came into this world. But watch this, child of God, the only way that's going to benefit you is if you receive it, and the way you receive it, we're going to talk a lot about this today, is by believing it. glory to God. You see, a huge part, or the main part when it comes to a aligning with God's purposes is you got to believe it. you got to believe what He already says about you in His Word. And so, and so in the same way, guys, everybody's already set apart for God's purposes, but uh, you, know, you and I both know, man, that not everybody is operating in God's purposes for their lives. There's people in this world right now, sadly, who are serving the enemy's purposes. <laughs> uh, you know? and, so, and so I want you to understand, even a lost person like that God has a purpose for their lives, you see. But the only way that's going to happen for them is when they turn, when they repent. This is what repentance is. It's a 180. You turn from the enemies, the the direction of the enemy, that Satan wants to take your life. Satan has a direction he wants to take your life. Glory to God. You repent from that and you turn to the direction that God wants to take your life. In a nutshell, guys, that's what alignment is all about are you guys catching this? And so, it's already finished. We're not making it happen. We're not performing to try to get God to do it. No, God had already set you apart from the moment you came into this world. Glory to God, what you got to do is you got to get on board with it. The way you get on board with it is it starts with a Jesus. Can everybody see that? Church, if you understand that, say amen, type amen into the chat section. Now, as we were saying, you say, well, Alex, I'm not a prophet, like it says here in this verse. Well, yeah, that was uh, Jeremiah. I want you to, however, understand that there's something unique that God has called you to do. And it's not just ministry. <laughs> it's not just five-fold ministry gifts. No, you know, majority of the body of Christ, of believers, you're not going to be called into the full-time ministry. And so I want you to understand that there's something significant God wants you to do. Do you know That it's even significant if you're right now, you're a mother, you're taking care of your kids, and that's what you're doing. I want you to understand, that's what God is calling you to do right now there might be another season when he calls you to do something else. You see, it always God always operates in seasons. Amen. But I want you to understand there's nothing insignificant. If you're a mom, a stay-at-home mom, that's awesome. That's a, that's a great purpose. I want you to understand uh, if if you're doing something else, that's great as well. I just want you to understand there are no insignificant people. And so what you want to do is first of all, you want to recognize your value to God. You want to recognize that you are valuable to God and then what you want to do is you want to recognize that no matter what the world tells you, No matter what maybe even your upbringing told you, glory to God. No matter what some denominations told you. Well, Alex, I'm a a woman. I can't minister. Hold on. That ain't true. I want you to understand that is not correct. That is a misinterpretation of Scripture. And so no matter who you are, you are important to God. God has a purpose for your life. There's something that God wants to accomplish in and through your life. Everybody say out loud, I'm available to what God wants to do in my life. Say, I'm available to God's purposes in my life. Praise God. Now look at 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 9. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 9. And I want you to see what he says here. In uh, 2 Timothy 1, nine. And notice he says. For God saved us. And he called us. Stop right there. Child of God. God saved you. But he didn't stop there. He says he, says, he called you. He says, he called you, glory be to God. You see, God saved you, and uh, God called you, and what did he call you to do? Notice, he says, to live a holy life. Now, the word holy means to be set apart for God's purposes. You see, you being holy has nothing to do with you being religious. (laughs) I want you to see that. You being holy is simply... God taking you out of, as we've been saying, the enemy's agenda for your life, or the world system's agenda for your life, and He's placing you into His purposes for your life. To be set apart is what it means to live a holy life. And so, God saved us, every single one of us, excuse me, He he saved us, every single one of us who received it, and He called us to live a holy life, but watch this now. He says he did this not because we deserved it but because it was his plan from before the beginning of time to show us his grace through Christ Jesus. Let's break this down. Notice he says, not because we deserved it. Now, now what I'm getting at is this, guys, is that this verse makes it very clear that whatever God's calling on your life is, it is not something that you could ever earn or deserve or qualify for. If you have an understanding of the gospel, you will know that you could never earn salvation. You could never deserve salvation. In fact, God uh, saved you purely by his grace. It was by grace through faith. Amen. We're justified by faith alone in Jesus Christ. Now, here's the thing I want you to see. When it comes to God's calling for your life, it operates in exactly the same way. You see, because what happens a lot of time, guys, is we understand that we were saved by grace through faith, okay, but now when we live our Christian life, or certainly when we talk about doing what God is calling us to do, well, now all of a sudden we think we got to earn it. (laughs) You know, now we think we got to, okay, well, just for good measure, I'm going to throw in some some good works here. Well, hold on, guys. Hold on. Good works are important, but you're never going to throw in good works to try to get something from God, right? Because everything you get from God is going to come to you as a gift of His grace. And so, whatever God is calling you to do, you could never earn it or deserve it. Now, I want to say this too. If you're going to be, you know, in a certain sphere, if you're starting a business or, you know, maybe you're an artist or whatever the case may be, you got to develop your skill. We're not talking about not developing skill. We're not talking about you're not going to be putting in, you know, the work just in the natural. What we're saying is that as you are doing what you can do, God's already made His unmerited favor available to you. You see, the grace of God, guys, is His unmerited, unearned, undeserved favor and blessing. Glory to God. I want you to understand the grace of God is God's provision for whatever is necessary in your life. You see, and so and so God has already called you. You do what you gotta do as you're lining up with what He's calling you to do, but you understand and you begin from this place of God's already made it available to me. God's already made it made, made my calling available uh, to me. And guys, remember God doesn't call the qualified, <laughs> he qualifies the called. Tom and you are glad about that, guys. You know what? I'm glad about that. I gotta tell you right now, man. I'm gonna, I'm I'm, I'm gonna make a confession, okay? I'm glad about that because, man in no way, shape, or form do I feel (laughs) like I'm qualified in the natural to do what God is calling me to do. But man, what happened was I, over time, God has been aligning me and and realigning me with what He wants to do in my life. You see, this is why we're teaching this sermon here about alignment. I want you to understand that this is what God has been doing in my own life, you see. And so, what He does is He calls you, and then as you say yes to that calling, He's going to be doing the work He needs to do. You, You participate We're going to talk about that. You're cooperating. You do what you got to do. But all the while, it's going to be God who's doing the work on the inside of you, you see. And so everything here is rooted in the grace of God, the unmerited favor of God. God has taken us out of the performance-based system of the world, and he's brought us into the grace-based system of his kingdom. That's what it means to be holy. If you guys understand that, say, Amen. And now let's review this scripture here as well. Romans chapter 8, verse 29 and 30. I want you to see this again here because we were sharing last week with you that when it comes to God's calling on our lives, in fact, we were spending quite a lot of time last week on really figuring out from scripture, well, Alex, what is God's calling on my life? Some of you are watching me right now and you might be saying, well, Alex... You're talking about purpose. You're talking about God having a calling for my life. And man, I'm just struggling to just make it. You know, you might be someone right now and you're going through a rough time. You know, you're just trying to make ends meet and you don't really feel that you want to even think about something as grandiose as purpose. Well, hold on. We're going to really address that because God wants to meet you right where you are. And we want to talk to you about now what his primary calling is versus what his secondary calling is. And that's going to really put it into perspective for you. Notice what he says in Romans chapter 8, verse 29. And listen to this now again. He says, For God knew his people in advance. That's awesome, guys. Like we said earlier, none of us caught God off guard. (laughs) He knew you were coming all along. And he says, And he chose them to become like his son, so that his son would be the firstborn Among many brothers and sisters, child of God, your primary calling, or what the King James refers to as your eternal purpose, is to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. And so you're saying, well, Alex, what's my calling? What's my purpose? Well, here's what it is, friend. First and foremost, it's to be conformed to the image of Jesus that's the primary calling that God has for our lives. You see, you see every believer, guys, shares the same eternal purpose, yet every believer is going to have a different individual purpose. Your eternal purpose is to be conformed to the image of Jesus. And again, you might look at your life and say, "Well, Alex, man, I am—you know—light years away from that." Well, we're going to get to that, friend, because remember, it's by His grace, right? It's not going to be your performance that's going to make you more like Jesus. We're going to get to that. You see, this is where religion kind of got it wrong. Where religion thought, "Man, you know, you got to perform to be more like Christ." Well, hold on—that's not—that's <laughs> not how that works. We can't do it, guys. You know, we need Him. Now, now, notice this. Every believer, every single one of us in the body of Christ, we have the same eternal purpose to be conformed to the image of Jesus. Each of us has a different individual purpose. Some of you, your purpose is ministry. Some of you, your purpose is some artistic field. Some of you, it's business. Some of you, it's to be a teacher. Some of you, it is uh, to raise your kids, whatever the case may be. There's a different individual purpose for every single one of you. But our primary purpose is to become more like Jesus and we're going to talk about why why it's our primary purpose And then what happens is, the more that the Holy Spirit, notice it's the Holy Spirit who's going to conform you to the image of Jesus, uh, the more that that happens, glory to God, uh, what happens is, that's your primary purpose, He he makes you more like Jesus, and then what He does is, He enables you, glory to God, to function in your secondary purpose, which is, He's going to send you off into whatever sphere of life you're in, and in that sphere, you're going to do what you're called to do, you're going to run your business, uh, you're going to do your art, whatever it is, whatever you're doing, whatever area of of life you are working in, you're gonna do that, but you're gonna do it all the while, but be- becoming more and more Christ-like. So, then when people see you, they're gonna see uh, the light that shines through you, and what happens is, is all you can do, man, it's just God working on the inside of me. You're not gonna be able to take credit for any of it, okay? Because you're not the one doing it, okay? No, no, it's gonna be God, glory to God, who is working on the inside of you, uh, child of God, and so you're gonna give Him the glory, and that's, when people see that happening in your life, they're gonna see the goodness of God, flowing out through you into the world, that's going to draw more people to Him. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm Alex Rubid. You have been listening to Grace to Your World. Be sure to join me again on our next podcast as we continue to grow in our understanding of God's grace. Now to learn more and to access the full-length audio of this and other teachings, simply head to graceworldonline.org information on how to become a Grace Vision partner or how to make a gift of any amount to our ministry, visit graceworldonline.org forward slash give. Now I pray that you continue to see God's grace manifesting richly in your life, and I look forward to talking to you again on our next podcast.